fucking roll. Uh, we're, we're all, Son of a bitch. We're, all, we're already rolling. Go No, do your thing. We're already rolling. <laughs> I got to do the intro. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Most professional. <laughs> Welcome to another professional episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and the reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also covered by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969 which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. So everything said here on Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. Uh, this is episode 200, which was supposed to be awesome and, and have a special guest, um, but they didn't see my message with the link to the uh, to the podcast. Oh, and, and uh, uh, one of our guys is sick. And another one of our guys is is driving, and the other guy's changing his shirt. So you get to listen to me for the 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 foreseen uh, the future. So, uh, Shell, what's up, man? Katankerous. And then I saw Jack, and then uh, monkeys in the chat, my homies. But yeah, this is episode two hundred of the most professional podcast on the interwebs. Um, we're supposed to have Dave from Puppets Patches, but he'll either show up or he won't. Uh, all that other good stuff. Yeah, what's up, Jack? Jack's down there in Florida. He was posting pictures of the uh, repairs that he's making on the uh, the in-laws' place. Bro, like, Florida got f- messed up pretty bad. Oh, okay, Dave's up and on. Okay. So, now we're just waiting for Dave now. And then... Uh, We'll start talking about things that are interesting. If this is painful, I'm sorry. Oh, Scott, what's up, man? Cantankerous tinker. Okay, yes, that at knowing who you are, that absolutely makes a lot of sense. So, yes, uh, cantankerous tinker. Isn't that your uh, your website or something like that where you sell that stuff? I don't know. So we're just waiting on Dave now. He finally saw my message, and. Uh, Waiting for Josh to get back, but we're live. So, and I'm not going to edit this out. I, I'm if you're listening to this on the MP3, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I make no apologies for how professional we are. But uh, yeah, what was that? What was that other comment that I wanted to address? Um. Oh yeah, Scott said that uh, uh print shoot repeat. Uh PSR got their second strike on uh on YouTube. Um and they're threatening to delete his channel. He's the uh he's the big guy. Yeah. So are you back yet? I'm back. You're back. Okay. I'm throwing a patch on and why? Huh? Patch, you're a patch whore. You're you're way more of a patch whore than I am. I I I have a patch binder now. A patch finder or a binder? A binder. Oh. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's 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 a binder for my patches. 
Yeah. Yar mateys. Yeah. Dave, get out of the chat and onto the podcast. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, well, he saw my link. Finally. I wonder if Chris is going to join us at all. I have no idea. They're probably watching the damn game. Watching the Packers lose. You can't say anything because your girl's a Packers fan. <laughs> she's not even watching the game right now because she's like in that mode of. Well, she's watching the stats because we don't have TV. So mm-hmm. lucky for her. <laughs> She'll get pissed off and throw a fit here in a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Them boys and their Packers. Yeah, Brett. Like, I don't know. Packers fans are weird. Yeah. Unlike us sophisticated 49ers fans Whose team won today You know against the Rams For the uh, eighth straight regular season win It wasn't really Yep It was handedly too Right like it wasn't like It was back and forth in the first half And then the second half the Niners went watch this mm-hmm. Pretty oh, much and, and Christian McCaffrey threw a touchdown I wonder how that affects the uh, the fantasy points when a running back throws a touchdown. That's a good question. I kind of stopped playing fantasy when I left California. Yeah, I, I would expect it adds pretty good points. <laughs> Brett, Brett says the only normal sport is retarded gorillas on steroids eating weights. Like not not wrong <laughs> not, <laughs> not not wrong uh, uh speaking of that the um uh rogue invitational is going on right now and I was watching strongman with uh uh, uh Bobby Thompson Bobby Thompson mm-hmm. fucking 430 pounds shoulder press oh jesus yeah just ridiculous how strong that guy is but Vikings beat my Cardinals. The car- Why are you a Cardinals fan, Dave? Aren't you like in Cornville? Because he doesn't know any better. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no. Is there any Midwest team? Like the Chiefs and the, the Ram or the, the. Not the Ram. There's no. They're not St. Louis Rams anymore, huh? Nope. They're back in LA. No. Cincinnati. Cle- can't, be, can't be a Cleveland fan. Oh, this is terrible, terrible radio. But I'm not apologizing for it because we are professionals. Where'd you get that one at? Actually, I found the No Disassemble on Etsy. Mm -hmm. Dave's on Etsy. Um, Gotta gotta love uh, going through Etsy to find stuff, which I found a a few of my patches that I got. You found this one. Uh-huh. Well, you got the uh, the redacted flag over your shoulder there too. Isn't that the new one? That is. It's the newest of the new. Uh-huh. Join or die redacted. Where'd you get that one from? That one I got from a friend of a friend. Uh, where's my phone? I'll look it up. He had some excess ones, so he dropped the price like fifteen bucks, something like that. 
Um, Andrew Hat. Andrew Hat. On Facebook, he is friends oh. with uh, Alan Limp, right? Alan Limp. Yeah. Alan sent out a post saying his buddy had extra flags for this mount, and me and Chris jumped on it. Nice. I think he had like three different versions. He had this join a die one, and then he had another one. I think he had like three designs. Something like all of the uh, same persuasion word that we can't say in the first 10 minutes of a podcast. Correct. The redacted uh, stripes Mm -hmm. and just a different banner in the corner. None of the the igloo ones? None of the igloo ones. I would have jumped on that one. I don't know why they stopped doing the igloo ones. I always thought that was a better name for it anyway. Yeah. 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 Matter of fact, on the scroller on the bottom of our screen, we got to drop a book boogie because he's not on Twitter. I haven't found him. I haven't heard from him. Nothing. Hey, who's this character? Hello, Dave. How's it going, guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. All right, I'm scoping your patch wall now. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the ones that I made. Oh, okay, okay. You got the a few on there. In the other office. Yeah. How many how many patches would you say that you have? Like in total? Like all together or just the ones I made? All total. 5 600? Yeah. I got about a hundred. I need more. I got like <laughs> if we count once like, I have an inventory, probably less than like six or seven thousand. <laughs> yeah. Those don't count. What do you oh is that the is that the V two hat? Yes, sir. Was that no, the... I gotta get the black one of that. I still haven't ordered it yet. Maybe the next check I'll order one. Find a name to face. Uh, you can see his face if you follow his Instagram. He posts pictures all the time. That's at Poppins Patches. I post pictures of our executive uh, quality assurance officer more than I post pictures of myself. But yeah. <laughs> Your executive quality assurance officer? My daughter. Yeah. That that's that's generally how that works. Mm-hmm. Nepotism's oh. fine. Nothing wrong with it. And follow him on Facebook, Jason. Fucking I'm doing on Instagram. Loser. We got the multicam <laughs> black there, strike ones. That is the one I want. That's nice. Except I'm gonna have to order two, one for me and one for my wife. Well, I got plenty of them. I got Halloween ones. And then sometime this week, I got more multicam ones coming of multiple sizes. And uh maybe not. Jason's particular thing, but funny anyway. I got uh, MAGA ones; they're all red. I'll say <laughs> there's some people out there that would like that. There's a there's a resurgence of the Tea Party. Yep. I didn't want him to announce that he was running after the midterms and then not have them ready, and like wait two months before they were up. Yeah, you still think? He, I, I think he has to run at this point. I think he would. It'd be silly not to. Yeah, I mean. I want DeSantis to stay in Florida. 
I think he's doing absolutely fantastic down there. And I don't think it would, I don't think what he's doing in Florida would work on the national level. Um, I think there'd be way too much pushback and then there'd be a, a, um, a counter resurgence, right. And uh, on the left from him. And that's just, that would I mean, not be good. No matter who runs as a Republican next time, they're going to say they're the next uh, H I T L E R anyway. Oh, of course. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the algorithm works on the YouTube side of things. Uh, I think you can say it as long as you're not saying it. No, even you can say it in a positive light if I think it's, if it's educational. I haven't been on YouTube before. If I say I'm a Democrat, can I say it? <laughs> Probably. I'm sure if you say you're a Democrat, you whip out your dick and it'd be okay. Oh, okay then. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we have an all male chat room. <laughs> oh boy. I could be like uh, oh, no. Pelosi. <clears throat> be like what now? I said I could be like Mr. Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> Go grab a uh, beer out of the mini fridge and get hammered just like he did. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's not a hammer. <laughs> Wrong this hammer. is a hammer. No, that's a I saw something like that. Pete Quinones Pete posted a, a meme about it, and I said, double entendre has a whole different meaning in this category. I had someone uh, text me earlier saying I need to make a patch of just like a hammer with a crown on it and says, like, Pelosi, king of getting hammered. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I, I, I dislike that one. I'm like, I'm like 17 miles outside of her district. Gross. And we've in, talked in about before, but why? In the in the Bay Area. Well, yeah. Isn't isn't um like Newsom Governor Newsom her nephew or something? No. No, I thought it was. I thought no. they were related in some way. No, not to my I knowledge. I prefer but... the knucklehead you know related to you know the what, conspiracy. You know what's scary? Yeah. You know what's really scary is the only thing keeping Nancy Pelosi from being an actual senator is Diane Feinstein. And that's because they represent. That's because they represent the same district. Oh, yeah. And they're Small both like the same age. They both need to just keel over. <laughs> they're, they're both older than dirt. Oh. Brett, all politicians are literally Hitler. Yeah, more or less. I, I'm not going to argue with that too much. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if Carrie Lake got into the governorship and then went higher from there. No. Yeah. Dream yeah. um, right now would probably be a Trump DeSantis. I just don't know if it would actually like fly. A Trump DeSantis dream ticket, huh? I don't know. I think they would clash too much. I think they would clash too much. I, you know, I, I <laughs> the left would just literally explode, though. It would just yeah. be spontaneous combustion. You do and four the years of Trump, then you do eight the, years of DeSantis. <laughs> you remember when they were they planned a. Uh, during Obama, when o Obama's like last two years, they were talking about oh, Michelle Obama in 2020, <laughs> and then these other people in 2024, and then like uh, um, uh, the daughters in like 2028, and it's just like gross. Just, just, just gross. Let's stop. Just stop. Just stop. No. Can I vote for Teddy Roosevelt again? <laughs> Have you been following uh, uh, Ammon Bundy's campaign up there in Idaho? Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. You, you, you're a fan? More or less. 
I haven't seen. I haven't like break it, uh, pulled out the pamphlet that shows like all of his ballot issues, but I like what. I've oh, seen it's so it's it's literally straight line constitutional. He's the guy from the uh, ranch standoff, right? Yes, he's uh, uh the the son, Cliven's son. Uh, he also did the Mauer Wildlife Refuge standoff mm -hmm. uh, up there in Oregon. Um, that was a uh, a sagebrush rebellion style pushback. But uh, uh, he uh, he put out a, a recent campaign video um, of him. He's driving a U-Haul, right? He, he hops out of the U-Haul and goes, when I'm elected governor, if you don't like it, we'll help pay you to leave. Because it's cheaper than like giving you welfare. He'll pay you to pay you to live there. Yeah, it's 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 a reverse. Like, Ammon Am Bundy gets elected, he will literally pay liberal uh, liberals to leave. He also said he wants to throw the people that do the uh, 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 the drag queen story out. He wants to throw those people in prison. Those people are freaks. Yeah, I agree. Now we're gonna get canceled off YouTube. <laughs> like Andrew. <laughs> So, like, I have my boogaloo-ish libertarian circle of friends. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite all the way libertarian, and mm -hmm. I'm not quite, like, my dad's version of republicanism. I'm some eh, place in between that. And Is he so regular? Say, the drag queens have the right to do whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but not in front of kids, because that's a crime. Not in front of kids. Yeah, I don't care what you do. Just don't push on other people. That would not be a victimless crime, so to speak. Oh, I agree. So, um, tell us about the patch industry. Why? Why? Why did you start doing patches? Oh, um, so my wife and I got married three years ago, mm -hmm. and for the longest time, I've been into paintball, airsoft, uh, shooting guns, and such. And she said, "That's cool. That's great." She even went out with me one time and played, broke her leg. Good time. <laughs> um, <laughs> fantastic introduction. She, uh, we were playing at night out in, in the cornfields of uh, Iowa, and mm -hmm. she, I told her to stay close to me because I had the flashlight, and she didn't listen, and she stumbled off of a small ledge. It was probably about two feet high or something like that, nothing too big, but she uh, sprained her ankle, or she had broke her leg or something like that, and she's mad at me that I'm yelling at her to give me her hand so I can pull her up. And she's thinking that I'm worried about the gun or that I'm just being a jerk. And so I was like, honey, shine the light a little bit past her. And she saw there is about a 35-foot drop-off right behind her, right into a, a river. She goes, oh, oh and like the, the wall she's sitting on is crumbling, very similar to like how Emperor's New Groove was. She goes, I thought you were just being an asshole. I was like, no, <laughs> crumbling wall, get up here. So after we got, uh, she was cool with Airsoft and everything fine then. Um, once we got married, though, about a couple days after that, she goes, well, I'm not so cool. I'm not so sure I'm cool with you spending all of our you know, family money on your hobbies there. Because I don't get to go out on any of these things. She goes, maybe if you started a side hustle, so it's not coming out of the family budget. I said, all right. I'd, I'd seen patches were done before, and I used to work security at Google at the time. So I had plenty of time to doodle and draw. So I started doing patches. And last year we brought in about forty thousand dollars doing patches. And by we and nice. so if I mean me. And so she goes, Well, do you want to take some of that money since you're doing so well? I didn't expect that. Do you want to take some of your money and put it back in the family fund? I said, No. 
she goes, well, I don't have slush fund to go buy guns and vacations and coffees and all that kind of stuff. And I said, you know what you could do? You could start a side hustle. And she didn't find that smart. <laughs> but since then, I, I've just been uh, going to games and I'll draw whatever pops in my head or somebody will send me an email like, hey, you should draw something like this. I got one yeah, fan like, that sent me an email saying I need to draw. Um, former president, uh, former vice president Joe Biden, as uh, who's the the bald bad guy in Harry Potter? Uh, Voldemort. Voldemort. He said I need to draw him as Voldemort, saying expensive petroleum. <laughs> so I got to work on that one. And then you know, I mentioned I got the email today that I need to draw like King of Getting Hammered. Some things will get, I can understand why I'd be instantly banned on social media and other things. I have no idea why I got in trouble for it, but I get in trouble for it all the same. Like the, like the, 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 the tropical fish patch. Oh yeah. Tropical fish. They hate tropical fish. That was one I, of my it, original best selling patches and it started off as the boogaloo shark red mm -hmm. and then boogaloo shark blue. Cause I sold out of red ones, had to remake them. And then I got a takedown notice from Etsy uh, said it was for terrorism. Then I created my own website, <laughs> so poppinspatches.com, and then Shopify told me I need to take them down. So then I relisted them up as tropical fish. Yeah, blue fish or blue sharks was bad. Tropical shark was bad. Now blue uh, regular fish or tropical fish is fine. Tropical Actually, fish. I have yeah. a whole little gambit of ones that have been taken down over the years. Like I don't know if you can see this. This is us. Takeout box it says sweet and sour Wuhan chicken on it with a little bat. That's apparently <laughs> hatred and violence. So that got taken down. This one here is a plague doctor holding a uh, stick with a one of those little prodding sticks they would use with like a line. Mm -hmm. It's got tip toilet paper, uh, Corona on it. Work hard, mm -hmm. hard. And they said that one was profiting off of human suffering and tragedy. However, if I had made it as a mask, that'd be perfectly fine. But a patch, not so much. <laughs> Um, angry silly string here, <laughs> which is a uh, pepper spray. Uh, mm -hmm. And my sergeant, when I I can't really do that one. Me and my sergeant came up with this one while I was working at the jail. Still, apparently that's bad because it's copyright infringement on silly string. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> movie Caliente here is a flamethrower with a sombrero. Mm -hmm. That's apparently racist because I'm not allowed to speak Spanish. <laughs> what else do I got? Um, oh, my wood chipper here. Uh, I have that one. Save the, says save the children on it. That <laughs> one was encouraging uh, violence, which yeah, that it, one's an acceptable an acceptable oh, level of violence, in my opinion. Mm -hmm, yeah, exactly. My uh, my lieutenant actually asked me one time. He goes, "Hey, uh." Yeah, uh, Lieutenant Vandebuchard asked me if I was uh, a conflict of interest, considering that my job was to make sure that the pedophiles were all safe and well taken care of, and I was selling a patch that advocated for their violent deaths. I said, no, I don't see a problem. <laughs> <laughs> goes, there's, right. there's, there's no problem there. Oh, my wife requests that you do more, because you have Aztec Bowser. Yeah. she She's of Aztec descent. I see it right there in the center. She wants more Aztec Mario Brother characters. 
So that one is actually not one that I drew. That one is one that I paid a artist named Mona Robot for. There's okay. a couple on here that I didn't draw. I just commissioned or paid someone else. Paid someone else, and I like I saw the image on Instagram, thought it would work. And she was really nice because she must be doing like real big deal art stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I contacted her and I said, "Hey, I want to make like a hundred patches of this. What's your price?" And she was like, well, "About." You know, two thousand dollars. I I don't make nearly two thousand dollars on the whole patch set as is. I can't afford that. Yeah. And she goes, "Well, come back with me with your offer." I'm thinking she must be doing like commercial, like billboards and uh, cartooning or stuff like that. Barbaric? <laughs> no, it's classy. <laughs> <laughs> it lets them know how you feel. You're expressing yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah, they're allowed to express themselves. Apparently, why not you? Exactly. So, <laughs> I said, "Hey, I don't want to insult you or anything and degrade your work by any means, but like this is the normal price that I'd offer somebody to commission their patches about a hundred to two hundred bucks an image, and then I sell the patch for like ten, twelve bucks." And she said, "No, you're not degrading my art. I understand it. It's a different field. I was thinking you were going to buy it and put it on billboards or something like that." I'm like, no. So she was nice <laughs> enough to sell me that for 100, 200 bucks, which was much cheaper than uh, what she originally did. But she's on Twitter as Mona Robot, and I used to be on Twitter until these guys got banned, and then I somehow got wrapped up in that and banned too. I don't know what you're talking about. Weird. There was like, I don't, I, there was like, like I deny any allegations. <laughs> Every time like I turn 200. it on, back on there, it keeps saying permanently suspended. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm back on. I'm back on Twitter, but. Uh... Yeah, I'm back on too. That I'm uh, slow. I'm right slow. I, I'm banned off. I'm banned off Facebook now, though. Right there on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Facebook deleted me. Uh, I'm still in the 30 day window, um, and I just I request a, a re- appeal every single day. Yeah. But uh, she actually has Aztec Bowser uh, pinned to her Twitter, and they can nice. see that because of the glow, but. I don't get how they can possibly go okay. with this. Like, let's ban people but not tell them why. It, yeah. In theory, it's made that's, so much. Like, that, PayPal's now getting in trouble for it, but it's the same thing I got in trouble for last year with PayPal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get a, I didn't get a reason. Uh, there was nothing uh, nothing flagged. PayPal's reason for getting rid of me. Yeah. There was there was nothing flagged. It was just, uh, uh, um, uh, you violated our terms of service. You can appeal. That's it. Which one? Which yeah. one so I can do better? Oh, well, you can't talk to the person on Twitter, too. It was just no reason. Mm-hmm. They, they said yeah. I was an adult cam girl selling adult DVDs. And then they switched it to saying I was uh, selling alcohol and tobacco. And then they went there's back literal, to- There's literal child porn on, on Twitter. Yeah. And they, they banned you for alleged. Oh, and, and Facebook, too. Yeah. Literal, yeah, yeah, like down the open, fucking pedophiles. Yeah, you just have to change. On Facebook. Yeah, you just have to change your profile picture to the right flag, oh. and then it's fine. That's how. That's how the, the guys from biting the bullet. Uh, I learned that trick from them. They uh, uh, they had a a backup account that they put a pride flag on, and posted the same memes, and their main account got banned, but the Backup account, backup account with the uh, the pride flag did not. So gross. You just have to, you just have to have the right flag. That's all. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I may have <laughs> read 
read about this in the book of Revelations when I was a kid. But they're going to tell you you need to say something, and if you don't, they'll kill you. Yeah. Wonder if yep. that's big, what now. Yeah. Big text reading like 1984 and Fahrenheit 451 and, oh, yeah. and, and all those other things going, hey, those there's some good ideas. Read than Revelations. Yeah. yeah. There's some good ideas in here. <laughs> Bastards. So tell me about the patch industry. I, I, um, do you make your own stuff, or or you or you order? So out I or... draw all the images on my phone. I have a program called Infinite Painter, and I just doodle that stuff up. Um, sometimes people send me an image that they want to have made in, like they'll draw it on a napkin, and I just digitize it and like smooth it out, make it look better, fill in the lines and gaps mm -hmm. and colors and all that. Other times it's just the most bonkers ass idea I've ever heard. And they're like, show me what you got. I'm like, one guy wanted me to draw. Hey, can you draw me a special forces first order TIE fighter? Okay. Can you put me in front of the TIE fighter? Okay. Can you draw me with different clothes on than this picture and a different gun and then have this gun be it instead of this gun? Okay. God, that's... Can you put two corgis in front of the TIE fighter and me? Both wearing stormtrooper armor, but with stormtrooper armor only on the heads, not the bodies. Uh, and then can you also have another stormtrooper corgi popping out of the top of the Tie Fighter? And then can it also say this, that, and the other? I'm like, well, um, I, I no. have, I have friends, I have friends in the tattoo industry, uh, oh, yeah, and I haven't heard this. Yeah, I've, I've friends in the tattoo industry, and I've heard this exact same story <laughs> from <laughs> them, from them. So wanting to, you draw the idea. Yeah, I want to put four thousand dollars of work into a four-inch square. Right. <laughs> Just no. Um, so you draw the idea, they approve it. Then I have a lady. So I started off with some dingus in Pakistan. Just the first person I found on Instagram that made patches. He's the one that made these little risk soldier guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the first patches we ever came out with. And then after those started making money, um, and that, like the whole thing was started with a two hundred dollar investment, and I paid it back and kept going from there. So we're not in the red by any means. I think we're in the black the whole time. Um, I went from there, and I went to a guy in Hong Kong back when that was still a free place. So hong kong is the one that made like my popular biden's patch or the trump patch mm -hmm. or the uh, joe jorgensen one and i worked with him for a while and then i stopped hearing from him um i had another lady text me she had a little bit cheaper of a price or uh, price faster turnaround she was in taiwan uh the hong kong riots were going on and china took over hong kong so i stopped using that because china sucks and i went to the taiwan girl taiwan girl and she's been nothing but great. She's even sent my mm -hmm. kid Christmas presents before. The candy was absolutely horrible, but it was nice that she did it. Nice gesture. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, that was my, my next question was going to be, um, uh, did the uh, the last 30 months, how have how have those affected the, uh, the patch um, industry as a whole and, and you specifically? So... Patches, uh, there's like two kinds of uh, patch makers. So you can go on Facebook and go to like the morale patch classifieds, um, mm -hmm. the patch patch collective. There, there's patch pages out there that people collect stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and if I'm you a patch. Things I'm like the, uh, the embroidery. I'm in, patches, 
Um, if you get the embroidery patches, you can people collect those. It's easy to destroy yeah. an embroidery like patch, but you can also do these stuff ones. like shading. Yeah, you can do stuff like shading and things that you can't do with a PVC. When I tell people I do the PVC stuff, and they're asking what can I draw, I say the closer it looks like a kid's coloring book, the better it's going to be as a patch. But with embroidery stuff, you can do just basically a cartoon or an image. There's also print patches where it's just they take fabric, they screen print on there, whatever image you want. So that could be just like a direct scene from a cartoon or a movie. Yeah. Like that one. So those that's, that's are just patches I have made. But you can also do the most with them. They don't look the greatest, but they're good if you want to get something out quick. Because the people that want when a meme comes out, you be made of it. Yeah. Say like the Twisted T one. Yeah. So you can get those patches made out in a week, maybe. Um, the embroidery think, guys, think... they'll throw their stuff on the machines and they'll be done in a, a week or two, or a couple weeks. Just yeah, I think, I think tacti Tactical Gear Junkie, I think Tactical Gear Junkie is like, uh, uh, like mm -hmm. 10 days, 10 days from the time that the order is accepted. Uh, Patch Ops is also really good. I think he has mm -hmm. his stuff right here in the States. Um, I've talked to him a couple of times. He has I just, excellent work, I, and I don't I know just, how he does it, but he has a... I just got, I just got a new yeah. one from Patch Ops. He gets yeah. memes of stuff like mm -hmm. drawn and ready to go like the day they happen. I, he had Rittenhouse stuff before CNN did. Mm -hmm. I saw your uh, Rittenhouse one. It's on, it's on the Clarence. Hmm? I saw the, your Rittenhouse patch, the, the four boards... Oh, four boards, four, more, more, uh, four doors, more boards. Yeah, it's on your clearance clearance part of your uh, website. That one was um, a local Cerakoting guy. Uh, him and I came up with this one. It's Midwest Firearm Solutions in Omaha. Him mm -hmm. and I did that one. So he laser engraves it onto people's stuff and magazines and guns and barrels, and I just make the patch and the T-shirt. So, I don't know, in the last 30 months, it, supply chains have gotten poor. Mm -hmm. um, it used to take, it used to cost me like 30 bucks to get an order of 100 patches sent from Taiwan or Hong Kong here, and then I ship them out. Um, now it's close to like 90 bucks. Damn. Uh, the mold's been pretty consistent about, it started at like 75, now they're about 80 or 90. And then the per patch was probably somewhere, it used to be about 50, 55 cents each for my cost mm -hmm. of things. And now it's closer up to like 90 cents to a dollar. Um, if you get a big patch like four inches and above, then you're starting to look at like a dollar, two dollars, four dollars. And obviously the more that you order, the cheaper it gets. Mm -hmm. So when people order, like most of my customers want an order of 10 patches or 25 patches or one patch. And I usually tell them, hey, if you order one patch or you order 10 patches, it's the same price. So I'm just going to send you 10 anyway because it kind of meets at that one point and keeps going from there. Yeah. Um, so things have gotten more expensive. The time used to be about a month or at most to get anything made and sent to me and finished. Now we're looking at like 30, 40, 50 some days sometimes. So that's a pain in the butt. It's not been unreasonable to get things made, but there has been a major slowdown in the number of people to buy stuff. Um, some of the people like Station 707, he sells out his stuff like that. Like the second it pops online, it's gone. Um, those are those big collective embroidery patches that people buy for like hundreds of dollars. That stuff is cheap. <laughs> Not quality, but like price. I'm charging. 10, quality, the quality is great. Bucks. The quality is fantastic. Huh? 
Oh, so, so the quality's been. If you get patches from like India or Pakistan, the machine, can't remember how much the machine costs, but it can do twelve or eighteen colors, and it so you get the CNC mold, a metal mold out of your design, mm. and then the machine will pour all this PVC rubber that you mix up into its individual colors. Um, it'll pour all that at the same time, and so that's mm. when you get your whites and your blacks, your yellows and your blacks to start mixing together, and it doesn't look very good. Um, now, if you have them bake each individual color and then put the black one on last, you don't have any bleeding because it's already solidified. So, And then it makes the patch a little bit harder, too. So this was one that I had made. It's really gummy from like really, uh, in the beginning of doing things. It's a very gummy mm -hmm. patch versus, say, something like this one is... Yeah, this one's. Yeah, this one. This one's real stiff. I finally just sold out of those Eds, by the way. I still got a bunch of Alphabet Girls, but the Eds finally sold out at the uh, American Mill Sim 1861 game a couple weekends ago. This is probably. I mean, no offense, man, but this is probably my favorite patch from you. That that is one of the good ones. Mm -hmm. I'm. My personal favorite is the Tiki Grievous. The Tiki Grievous ones are, are cool. Um, uh, I like the, the, the Ninja Turtle ones. Oh, yeah. I, I just got the cease and desist from Viacom on those. Did you really? Yeah. Even though I bought them from the original artist, the right to make them, oh. Viacom said they have the copyright on the color and the characters. Oh, those rat bastards. bastards. Oh, no. There's going to be a new mystery patch probably. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our... Here's our other mystery patch. Woo. Yes. A bunch of Australians got really upset that I gave them guns. <laughs> I had people sending me... I, one person posted up a photo of the uh, version 2s of these guys. The tactical parents. No, this way, yeah. Um, the version 2s of those. And they said how excited they were. And I got it tagged in it. And an hour after it got posted, there was about 12,000 comments and likes and stuff on like a bluey fan page. And <laughs> people about half of it was, oh my God, this is amazing. Where can I get them? Unfortunately, I was sold out at the time. So I had to make more. The other half were hoping that my kids died in a school shooting because I was a horrible, filthy, ungodly American. <laughs> Jesus. And I had people sending me a, I had one person Photoshop a photo of the Airsoft Sisters patch, mystery patch um, five. They sent me the image of the Airsoft Sisters at, in front of um, Mad Max's car. Looked great. Like five minutes later, I got another image from somebody else where they had edited the photo of the two girl, uh, two girl dogs in, as security cam footage from Columbine. Oh, oh it looked great. <laughs> but <laughs> it was hilarious. My wife's like, oh my God. I was like, oh, it's the internet, and it's, that's what they do. <laughs> Talk about taking it to the extremes. Man, oh, yeah. it's just a patch, bro. Calm well, down. Some people have nothing better to do. Yeah, that's that's true. It is, it is also the internet where people will literally complain about anything. Well, yep. Yeah. There's some things to get really mad at, and people just don't care. 
And then there's stuff that like doesn't matter, and that's what everybody wants to throw a tizzy about. It's much easier to get mad at something that doesn't matter that, than it is to actually figure out how to solve an actual problem. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds that sounds about right. Um, what do you got next? What's what's coming up? What's in the, in the pipeline for Pop and I Spatula? have a B one battle droid that looks like like a pirate flag, like the skull and crossbones. Oh, and I hadn't, I unfortunately hadn't thought this up. When oh, that's the, that's the one that you sent me. Then every person I sent the picture to, like, hey, should I make this as a patch? My my test audience, they all go. Oh my gosh, it's a Jolly Roger Roger. I was like, son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> Jolly Roger Roger. Yes. Roger Roger. Um, yes. I'm going to need that, that one. I don't know if I have anything ready to go yet that's in the works. I've been making a couple more versions of the tricorn hats, but honestly, between my, my current day job and my wife's supposed to be having a baby this week. I have not had time to draw anything new, or I've just been like a blank writer's block on any new memes. The unfortunate thing with all the memes right now is they're all political, and by the time a month goes by to get a patch made, it won't be funny anymore. So, like, I could make the Pelosi one, but it probably wouldn't sell well in a month. That that's that's sadly true. That that that's that's a sad reflection on of our political system, also. Like it goes, it goes, it goes so fast that mm -hmm. what happened a month ago is already lost. W weren't we talking about nukes dropping last week? Mm -hmm. And now no yeah. one cares about nukes. No, <laughs> nobody cares about what? nukes. AOC sat with her legs open while getting heckled, or Pelosi apparently uh, Elon, had a bad date. Elon bought Twitter. Elon did yeah. Twitter. Yeah, you don't watch Twitter. They're, they're absolutely losing their minds over it. So many people. Yeah, let that sink in. And he brought in a let sink. sink in. I've I've already seen. I think it was um, uh, mostly peaceful memes. They already put out a shirt for uh, uh, Ligma Johnson 2024. <laughs> so those guys didn't actually work at Twitter. No, no, they were just trolls. They were just they. they it was a, a complete troll. They just seized the opportunity and went with it. Yes, just just to embarrass the mainstream media. Oh, it's super easy to do. And I absolutely applaud their effort. Standing ovation. If you can convince everyone at MSM that the OK hand sign is some racist deal, four chan, four chan got him, four chan got them to post about milk being racist. Oh yeah, drinking yep. drinking milk is racist. And us on iFunny, we get a bad reputation. Yeah. <laughs> Rightfully deserved, but. No, I enjoyed the shit out of that. I enjoyed the shit out of the blue the blue check marks just having an absolute meltdown. Have you seen the one where they said you should change the Twitter logo to red? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's, there's so much just. Ah, uh, um, like you remember uh, uh, 2015 when it was coming up to the election and there was all these blue check marks, all these famous people that said, if Trump gets elected, I'm leaving the United States. I'm moving to right. Canada. Right. Right. Not not a single one of them left. 
It was unfortunate. Not a single one. Those are the I same people. Actually, there is a guy I work with. His uncle did leave the country. So I'll say that I know at least one person did. But everyone I know, else. I know a few guys that person. did, but they were van nomads. And they, that? that's what they, that, I know a few guys that did, but they were van nomads. And oh. that's what they do all the time is just go back and forth. But yeah, those, those same people are the ones that are, are saying they'll leave Twitter. Leave Twitter now. I should have probably posted on the uh, Hoppins page that I was going to be on here tonight. I didn't realize until it was time to put the baby to bed that it was Sunday. Eh, that happens. No. Now, right. how does your analytics work? Do you have most of your people watch this video live, or do most people watch this like over the course of like tomorrow or the week or something? Uh, we get the live. The live is only about 15, 20%. And then the rest will be over the course of the week. And then um, with the MP3, um, Monday Monday is like 70%. And then Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday will be like 25%. And then the last 5% will trickle in over the week. So like we don't get a huge reach or anything. Like combined between MP3 and the live, uh, on average, five to 600 total so but uh, that's right, right. we're I not even mo- gotta be we're- at eight o'clock otherwise i don't get to talk trash and i can't even go backwards i have to stay like live so i can talk trash in the moment and i have to go back and watch what i missed later <laughs> it's all right where's um and andrew's sick and then uh chris was supposed to be here, but he had something else to do, but he was driving. So I don't know. If Chris shows up, he might. Uh, if not, it's just boring on me. Can't you just tell uh, Andrew to wear a mask and he'll be fine? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think he had too much fun at a Halloween party, personally. Yeah, I'm thinking that, too. So, and And right now, currently, Packers versus Bills is on Sunday Night Football. So. Yeah, we walked into a pizza place tonight, and we're wow, why is it so vid? Oh, wait, football. Yeah, it's, like, it's none the of my crew watches football. You're very confused. It's the footballs. So, um, you want to uh, you want to get into some articles with us? Yo. Yeah, I have yeah, a, I have so a few. Hard. I have a, I think I have a few fun ones. Um, Did I tell you about the ATF showing up to the uh, job the other day? To nope. what happened now? So I work at a gun store, Inner Town up on 90th and Military in Omaha. Okay. And we had some uh, ATF guys show up to uh, get. And so if like someone commits a crime, they'll and but they bought like they bought the gun they use for the crime from like the store. They'll go and get that records of the gun, and they'll bring it. In. So like one of the few things that they don't do that's completely shitty. Um. Um, but they walked in, and I was like, "Hey, guy!" I mean, obviously they're identified by their vest and all that. I said, "Hey, guys, we actually don't have any dog-shaped uh, targets today." And my boss could not get me to go clean something anywhere else fast enough. <laughs> Josh just put his up too. Yeah. ATF reports. Yeah. <sighs> 
Yeah. So uh, the red coat showed up to your work. <laughs> <laughs> so back in your mind, I'm small, miss small, I'm small, miss small. Yeah, I don't think by the time last shot show would come out. But mm-hmm. a buddy of mine that went to shot show had worn it. And all of a sudden my phone just starts going ding 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 ding. People were buying it like crazy. And I was like, hey buddy, are you at Shot Show right now? He goes, Yeah, why? And I was like, the Patrick just gave you is selling like crazy. He goes, Oh yeah, everybody keeps walking up to the ATF boot and rip uh, booth and ripping ass. Nice. I was like, good. <laughs> Treat those guys the way they should be treated. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so they just showed up to harass you guys or what? Uh, this time, no. Uh, they actually have never shown up to like check our books or do any of that kind of stuff. They were just there to pick up a paper. Um, but I would assume that they probably were like checking our back doors and everything to see if they could sneak in, like Thor the Explorer Swiper or something. <laughs> swiper. They, they wouldn't had me uh, go clean uh, or repair the battery on the range carrier. <laughs> He's like, oh, go fix something else over there, anywhere else. <laughs> Just, just, just go, Dave. Don't get <laughs> just, right just leave. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't piss off the ATF. Well, they, they like, said, "Well, that was rude." And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have any? Uh, you do any three uh, D uh, printing stuff, or have any? Uh, um, I any, looked into your buddies that. in that one. I looked into that. To do since I also sell airsoft guns as well, I have like the mm-hmm. uh, APO one is a very popular airsoft pistol right now that can go semi auto or full auto. And the big draw to that one is that all the parts are customizable, it looks similar to like a Ruger uh, Buckmark or a um, one of those just 22 style pistols. I should know this, it's my job, but I don't. Um, but you can exchange all the parts in it for like new barrels and springs, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the big draw to it is that you can 3D print almost anything to fit onto that gun. So I had a buddy 3D print me the DC 17 like clone trooper rifle pistol kit and put nice. that on the gun. And then they have things called that I also sell called Ace Tech Blasters uh, and Ace Tech Bifrosts. And they're tracer units, so that would make your BB glow. As it flies out of the airsoft gun, which is cool, and it creates a muzzle flash. So it completely gives away your position when you're playing, but it's fun, and why not? Everybody, everyone knows where you're at when you shoot anyway. Um, yeah. But the Bifrost yeah. lets you change what color the muzzle flash is, so you can set it to blue. And so now I have a blue muzzle flash shooting DC-17, which is the tits. Um, but then I also found out it's really expensive to make each one of the, or time-consuming to make each one of those kits, and I don't think I was going to be able to turn around a profit on it as long as I still have a normal job. So I kind of scrapped that idea for now, maybe later. Right now I'm looking at uh, buying property someplace near Kirksville, Missouri next summer, and then opening up a indoor-outdoor field there. I saw a hospital it's like five and a half acres for like seventy five thousand bucks but for seventy five thousand bucks i assume it must be covered with black mold and asbestos to be that cheap but yeah. otherwise it's super cool. so the reason i ask <laughs> there's there's a uh, an upstate new york sheriff is irked that people around the u.s are 3d printing firearms to turn into Ooh. gun buyback programs for cold hard cash 
oh, I love these guys so much. <laughs> the ones like printing off uh, the little dinky guns or the ones uh, making like Home Depot guns and taking all the money they got. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, the little the little uh, the the 3D printed Songbird and the Liberator pistol, right? It's like it's only it's like two dollars and eighty five cents worth of worth of resin to make them. I have seen turning that people it in for... are like the departments are actually stopping pay the payout of it. Like you can turn your gun in, but they're not going to give you anything because yeah, um, they keep taking all the money with the. the I think it was Boston. Boston said they wouldn't even take them anymore. Screw Boston. But um. I just made a ton of Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert. Swins- <laughs> yeah. Robert Zin- Zinskowski. He's the sheriff of New York's Oneida County. Uh, he said, quote, I know Utica, New York, Houston, Texas, and Stanburg, South Carolina, that 3D printed guns were submitted to gun buyback programs. He apparently he appeared to be referring to several stories that emerged this summer in which people in Texas, South Carolina, and New York did indeed sell guns they 3D printed at home to local authorities as part of the state gun buyback program. One note, one man who identified himself only as Kern admitted that he 3D printed more than 100 guns to turn into New York State's gun buyback program. He was awarded $21,000 for his efforts, which was paid out to him in $500 gift cards. Amazing. Just that's oh he uh, he he deserved every penny of that. He deserved every penny of that. Mm-hmm. Uh the New York State Attorney General's office confirmed that the man known as Kern had indeed exploited the program. And as Swinsgowski noted, it's unclear what to do about the loophole, given that others are doing the same in that's other parts of the country. Completely. <laughs> Quote, from a public safety perspective, the sheriff says, quote, getting any gun off the street if it has the potential to harm someone may be just as effective as buying back traditionally manufactured guns. So there's certain considerations that need to be given. You can't guarantee that those guns will never be used to harm someone or never be used unlawfully. Can't guarantee that they won't be used lawfully. Can't guarantee they won't be used to save someone. Just so, saying, yeah, but not not only that. So, like, like these guys are 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 literally printing legal firearms. This this is in every definition a legal firearm, right? The the Liberator pistol, right? It's it's good for like one in seven times that it actually works, and it's only good for four or five shots. But that is by definition a legal firearm. That's that's yeah. they literally closed Jennings firearms over that almost that exact same thing. They would but, prosecute you mm-hmm. if you tried to sell it. But yes. oh, now they, we don't want to take it. But they don't want to buy it back it because it's it. so cheap to make. Oh yeah, that's the exact reasons that they shut down Jennings Firearms. They should shut down all of these programs unless they're only going to buy back high points. <laughs> I'm a two way absolutist, but I got standing. <laughs> if high if if high point made parts kits. They would be one of the most popular firearms in the country. Ooh. Oh yeah, there's a, a strong movement on Twitter right now. Like every single day, there's like five accounts or so that are every single day they're posting on High Point's Twitter page to make parts kits, like mm-hmm. constantly, just every single day. Day day yeah. one, day ten, day fifty. Day. <laughs> I took a, a photo of somebody transferred in a High Point to us, a C9. 
Um, they transferred it in a high. The heat cannon. And yeah, heat cannon. And um, <laughs> but when I posted it out and like a group chat or like a, a Facebook page for people that worked at gun stores, kind of like mock customers, which most mm-hmm. of them are fuds anyway. But um, it went viral. And then we started seeing my post circling around in like places like Poland and Germany and like <laughs> big name uh, gun people. And I was like, ah, yes, truly horrible, horrific. I should have put our company watermark on that photo before I shared yep. it out. Um, <laughs> yep. But it was a Ta- tag them all like you do your patches. Right. No. Um, it was someone had spray painted it like magenta purple. They had hot glued. Um, a red dot site onto the uh, <laughs> wait wait hot hot, hot glued hot a red glued. dot site. I will send you a photo of your Instagram. Just you know, keep a trash can close by when you throw up. Uh, <laughs> I'm in California. I've, I've seen some really red bad dots. Hot glued to the top of the pistol, like shattered glass, and they had drawn on a uh, circle dot reticle with sharpie onto it, like MOA the size of a din- dinner plate. And then they had like chiseled into it problem solver spelled wrong on the side, and then they had hot glued a laser onto the bottom. And this was really, this was brought this was brought into your shop. This was transferred into our shop. So someone Trans- up, transferred really. into your shop. Yeah. So somebody somebody purchased it on the interwebs, and and then and... of course I end up knowing the asshole that bought it. <laughs> oh, is he one of those um, I can fix her type of guys? No. No, he bought it because it was a meme. <laughs> Which I, is that's, that's, yes. that's Brandon Herrera level right there. I don't think Brandon Herrera will stoop down to that level. Oh, but Might. I'd love to meet that guy one day too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the sheriffs sheriffs are upset that they're uh, they're selling back. Or they're they're st- not selling back because they're never theirs in the first place, right? But that they're uh, they're selling three D printed firearms, which I think is just absolutely hilarious, and and I wish more people would do it. Um, I I know you, you mentioned the the homemade ones. Um, oh, what is his his name? Used to run uh, Ares Armor, uh, Dimitri Karas. Uh, mm-hmm. Dimitri Karas uh, when he was uh, still here in California. Uh, they went to a buyback, like they went to Home Depot, and and spent like eighty eighty dollars or whatever on some some pipe, and some springs, and and some end caps, and and some two by fours, and literally built firearms like in the back of the truck in the, in the parking lot, and then turned them in for two hundred and fifty dollar gift cards. It was it was a, it was a it was probably one of the first cases of this, uh, and it went it went really viral. He's the he's the same guy that sued the sheriff's department down there for banning him from his Facebook page. Um, sued because it, it violated his free speech because it was the official sheriff's department Facebook page. Isn't and, the government not allowed to ban him? Uh, the government is not. If it is, if it is, if if it's a government run page, yeah. Which I've no. used, I've used a couple times to un- unlock. Mm-hmm posts and stuff because they'll lock the post so you can't comment and i message them and say no unless you want a, a nice hefty case against you you gotta let this go yeah. and turn the comments back on and an hour later comments will be back on <laughs> yeah 
Which it is. Uh, Dimitri won won that case. I think uh, he sued for a dollar. And, yeah. and won the dollar or $25 or whatever it was. Yeah, it, uh, it was whatever and, minimum he, he could do. Yeah, and then he donated the money. But yeah, I think he was one of the, one of the first ones to do that. But it just, it, it, the gun buybacks, <laughs> like, like you're, you're not going to get the firearms that you want away from the people that you don't want to have firearms through a gun buyback. It breaks my heart. Some of the guns that I see getting taken into those, like oh, all the time. Every time so I F- see it, legal, I am one grand getting destroyed. Uh, collectibles. FALs, FALs, bro. Oh, seeing FALs turned in hurts me. And this was like the only cool story I've ever heard out of LA. But apparently, some lady was turning in her Sturm Gewehr forty four. That her husband had, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. LA yeah. County, like stopped her, like, oh, wait, 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 got yeah. all the other cops together, raised a bunch of money, paid her the fair price for it, and now it's sitting in like the LA Police Museum or something, which is cool for them. But like, people just destroy that stuff all the time without even thinking twice. And what's yep. the rookie officer working the table knowing about anything? I'm a cop, I know about guns, yeah, yeah that's like, um. In in free states, not here in California, in free states where they actually have, still have person to person sales or private sales. Um, oh, wait, I love see, I love anyway? seeing the guys. What's that? Oh, you just don't do that anyway. <laughs> Brandenburg v. Ohio, nineteen sixty nine. I can uh, do it here in Nebraska, <laughs> so I do all the time. <laughs> um, I've I've never put my name on a forty four seventy three. How about that? Um, well, I but like, I, I love seeing buybacks in, in other states and have seen just 12, 15, 20 guys out in front uh, holding up signs that they'll buy the guns back. I used to offer inmates when I'd be taking their cuffs off for release and probation would be telling them like, hey, if you have firearms at home, you're a felon now. You have to give them to us or have them destroyed. I'm like, no, you don't. You can sell them to me. You can sell them to whoever you want. Like, you can't have firearms anymore, but you have to get rid of them. It doesn't specify how you get rid of them. Not a lawyer, not legal advice, no. but I would offer people like I will pay you cash for your firearms. And the probation guys yeah. would just glare you. But what are they gonna do? Yeah, I mean it, it sucks. It's it's a, a, a clear violation of the law and all that good stuff, but of the constitution, not of the law. I mean honestly, just tell the guy to go sell it to a pawn shop. Either he has to take it to a pawn shop and then get rid of it. Or he has to bring it with him to you. Either way, you'll arrest him if he could stop it all anyway. What difference does it make? Yeah. You're going to go to call the sheriff's department and have them come in your house and take the stuff and destroy it? Give it to somebody that's going to use it. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but if you're on parole or probation, you just got out of jail, you're not calling the cops. <laughs> that's... Um, I just hurt your Instagram, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, I, I see I see that you sent it to me. I'm, I'm still... I'm not... Ready don't, to. don't click it. It's like a Trojan horse. It's like downloading anything on, on LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping it's going to be Britney Spears, but odds are it's not. <laughs> Fucking LimeWire. Fucking iMesh. <laughs> Frostwire. That's the other one. Ooh, never had that one. Yeah. I remember playing RuneScape, trying to download whatever songs on, Nickel, uh, on LimeWire. Yeah, it's it's insane. But uh, where do we want to go, Josh? Um, we got Michigan, Wash. We got Michigan, Washington, Ireland, 
and a Vice News article. Oh, let's do Ireland. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, because so, that one is just, it's so bizarre, but unique to the, those aisles over there, I'll just mm-hmm. say, because I got in trouble in the chat for that. uh a young man who was stabbed a young man who stabbed and killed an intruder who attacked him in his home in the middle of the night has been jailed for three and a half years by the central criminal court he was too brutal right or something yeah, yeah, that's 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 what it was. Uh, Mr. Justice Paul McDermott said Dean Carey, 21, was entitled to use force in defense of himself, his family, and his home, but the force he used was, quote, grossly excessive, given that the victim, Jack Power, was unarmed. I'm sure his attacker would have been grossly... Uh... Yeah, taken into the account that Carey, who was 17 at the time showed genuine remorse and that he did not expect or instigate the violence on that night. The judge imposed a sentence of four years and six months with the final year suspended for two years. That sentence is backdated June 30th of the year to take into account time Carrie had already spent in custody. Right, so three and a half years with a suspended sentence as long as he doesn't fuck up. Uh, Carrie 21, uh, St. Bernard Square, blah, 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 blah. Uh, convicted by a jury of manslaughter for killing Mr. Power after the deceased had entered his home uh, early hours, July 26, 2018. Uh, Delivering sentence Wednesday, Mr. Justice McDermott said that the impact statements made to the court, Jack Power's family, said that they had felt that their son had no voice in the courtroom. Uh, trials, the judge said, focused on the rules and evidence and, quote, could provide cold comfort for relatives uh, whose loss is profounding and lifelong. So, um, let's see, where did I want to go? Where do I want to go? I want to go. Uh, the trial heard that Jack Power had been drinking in the early hours uh, and at about 3 a.m. saw damage to his car, which he believed had been caused by Dean Carey. He went to Carey's home, picked up a rock, and smashed the front window of Carey's home. He entered through the front door. Uh, Mr. Justin McDermott said that Mr. Power assaulted Dean Carey in his bedroom, and there was a suggestion that he also attacked Carey's mother. Uh, Kerry told the jury that he found a knife by the side of his bed and stabbed Mr. Power in the course of the melee. Uh, Mr. Justice McDermott said that he does not believe the court has heard the truth about, quote, the providence of the knife and how it was found, but he armed himself quickly and used the knife. That's, that's the cusp. That's the cusp. Because he quickly armed himself and used the knife. To defend himself from the drunken attacker that attacked him in his bedroom after attacking his mom at 3 a.m. And knowing those aisles, again, it was probably a fucking butter knife or some shit. <laughs> yes. Just happened to be in his you know, room because he had dinner or some shit, you know. And... Yeah, okay. This this is this is the, the, the quote from the judge that just it just the, 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 the very shitty butter on the on the on the top of this one. Quote I have to consider the nature of what happened that night. (sighs) The judge has recognized the special position of those obligated to defend themselves or their property from lawful attack, particularly in their home. This is therefore a matter that has to be taken into account when considering the culpability of the accused. 
Those who are attacked in the home are entitled to use force and sometimes lethal force in defense of themselves and their home. But you got to be clean about it. You got to be clean. You yeah. got to say please. Don't yeah, be gross. Every, every time you stab, you got to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean this, but you're here. Right. I'm sorry. So th this is this. This was. This was. He was 17 at the time of the attack, right? So he's a minor, asleep in his bed. Are you a, a minor? Guy... At some point in Ireland? Yeah, I believe so. Maybe I don't know. Either way, 17 years old, asleep in bed. Guy breaks the window, goes in, attacks your mom, starts attacking you. You stab him, and you go to jail. You had me till the last part there. It was sounding good so far until that last part. <laughs> I, I could side with the judge if, like, the guy started the fight, like, picked up the knife, and was like, boy, I'm going to body over it. But I doubt that's what happened, so I'm going to go with the judge is wrong. Like, yeah, it, 17 in Ireland, age, age of consent. Age of, okay, so, right. like... 17. So... Like I, I can understand the sentence. Like if he, um, chased the kid out of the house, right? Chased the drunk guy out of the house, and then attacked him as he was running away or something. If like there, there's an argument for that, right? But like, it's 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 ridiculous that this kid was thrown in jail for defending himself from a drunk yeah, attacker. Yeah, and he in was asleep in bed. Mm -hmm. there, there's barely a stretch of an argument to be made if, if it was like waking hours, nine o'clock in the evening, they're eating or watching TV or some shit, and the guy breaks in and then defends himself or whatever. Yeah, or because or it's making you conscious. Or even, even like, like if, if they were partying together and they got into an argument. Yeah. Right. But this, this guy had no inter interactions with the other, with the drunk guy. Like the yeah. drunk guy saw some damage and goes, oh, I think so and so did that, and then attacked so and so. So and so defended yeah. himself. Broke a window, went in through the front door, mm -hmm. so broke in B and E, and then attacked him. Not tried to steal mm -hmm. shit, but attacked him. Yeah, this is this is that that EU Western um, Western wrong thing that's going on, right? This is this is like yeah. the 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 burglar that fell through the uh, through the skylight. Right and landed landed on the island in the kitchen and broke his leg and he sued the homeowners and won. Yeah, or the, uh, that the Canadian guy. Someone snuck into his house and started well, stabbing him, but he won the fight, so now he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. well, the, and this is why I got it confused with with the British Isles, with UK at first when I read the story. I didn't pay attention. It was in Ireland because that same exact thing happened to a dude mm -hmm. in the UK in Britain. Guy broke into his house. He defended himself. <laughs> It's, and the guy and the guy that defended himself went to jail. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm gonna upset some people with this one, but this is this is this the the same liberal wrong think right that Putin cited as as one of the reasons for going into Ukraine. Like he he didn't he didn't want this mentality this this ideology coming into Russia. You know, right? for it's, a bad guy, he made some pretty good points in that speech. Yes. He made a lot of really good points in that speech. Really and... good points in that speech. <laughs> so now we've said the B word and we've talked about any means, but yeah. So now we've said the B we've we've said boogaloo uh and we talked positive about about Putin. So we're definitely getting canceled. 
Yeah, add it to the list. Yeah, yeah. we're, lit- we're literally, going? we're literally Kanye at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's like even even like my my brother my brother's left leaning my my baby brother's left leaning and my and even brother. he was like even he, even he was like that's ridiculous. The story is ridiculous. No. Oh, you tell but, people on the other side, like, "Hey, this is this is the headline. Here's the story," and they can't even believe it. They they're not uh, versed in all the stuff. Like we're pedophiles, we read the news all the time. So yeah, we mm-hmm. see it. And we're like, yeah, here we go again. They can't even stomach it because they just don't acknowledge any of the stuff. And then you show them like, "Hey, here's." Exhibit A, and they're like, "No, nah, it can't be real." It's fake. Yeah, this and this this article came out the same day as the guy um, who caught his caught his best friend molesting his daughter, so he chased him into the woods, and they got into a fight, and he made him dig his own grave, and then and then killed him. Like this article came out the same day that got that guy got out of jail uh, uh, a year early. What's that? So I may have seen that one on iPhone too. Yeah, I mean that's 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 very based. Very based. <laughs> this, this Irish yeah. article is not based at all. Zero based. Yeah, <laughs> based. <laughs> we need we need a not based patch. A not based patch. Not based. Not very based. Yeah, but that's uh, that's not very based of you, bro. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's not that's not, that's not very based of you, bro. Uh, my number one comment after I got like I dropped that patch is, "What's based mean?" <laughs> Go ask your mom. It's gonna take me a lot longer to explain this in one comment. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask to ask, if you have to ask, I just kept going opposite of woke. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much based on what. (laughs) (laughs) I have to ask. It doesn't apply to you. So, um, I don't. We don't need to go into this article anymore. Uh, Carrie is considered a moderate risk of violent offending in the future, and will be required to work with probation services and engage with. Anger and violence management, if deemed appropriate, after his release. Just keep punishing the kid, bro. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. If you would have hit him with like a pint again, as he'd probably be fine. (laughs) If he'd just you know give him the old you know the 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 one two combo and put him down. Right, it'd be, it'd be. Oh yeah, he's fine. But because he used a knife, or I'm sorry, it's, it's. I don't, I don't think it's, it's that he used a knife. It's that the knife was readily available. Like it was, like the kid said, he found the knife on, on his, on his bedside table. I think that was the sticking point. Usually, that was the sticking point. Yeah, I think that was, that was the sticking point. Like, oh, you were, you, you had pre-planned in, in case someone broke in. Oh, I'm boned. Then if I ever oh. have to like draw, 
stored away in your house? <laughs> Did you have this pre-planned? <laughs> I should make a better face for when they pull that up on the tiny little TV in the corner room. <laughs> right there. The, the TikTok video of you doing practicing room clearing gets shown in your court case. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Without pants. Without pants, yeah. Waiting for the dogs to go potty outside. No. <laughs> oh, God. It's gonna be bigger too. It's gonna be bigger prosecuting. <laughs> Just, just, <laughs> just oh, nods, nods, tidy whities and Elmo slippers. <laughs> Your Honor, he did have a cool hat on, though. Yeah. <laughs> you follow if you keep your attention on the glow in the dark patch here. Yeah, just follow the glow in the dark patch. <laughs> well, that one glows. That one. <laughs> the smiley face glows. Smiley face glows. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, you follow the uh, the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping at all? Or, or, sorry, a, alleged alleged kidnapping. Pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, I like how they even went after Stephen Crowder for it, and he's like, I have nothing to do with that. I hate her, but. Yeah, they um, they just they just convicted three more. Um. Three more people for uh, quote, providing providing quote material support for a terrorist act as members of the paramilitary group, the Wolverine Watchmen. Uh, okay, here this is. Uh, uh, you know, there's something we say in airsoft like you can definitely tell when someone chose their own call sign. Like a call sign, yeah. mine was Poppins, which is what created the name for this, but. You don't get to pick your own call sign. It's given to you, and you usually hate it. But when you get people like Wolverine Watchmen, you know that asshole picked his own name. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh, where was it? 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 Uh, provided material support. Oh, damn it. Where's the, the actual paragraph? Um, either way, they... they <laughs> They were uh, uh, arrested and charged uh, because they hosted um, shoots. They had a private range. They hosted. They hosted them guys coming out and shooting on their land, oh, and, and that's that's why they were convicted. Wow, that's so dumb. Yeah. Wait, they were charged, indicted, or convicted? Convicted. Holy shit! They were just. Convicted of all charges Wednesday, a triumph for the state prosecutors after months of mixed result in the main case in federal court. Uh, they held gun drills in rural Jackson County with the leader of the scheme, Adam Fox, uh, who was disgusted with Governor Gretchen Whitmer and other officials in 2020. Yeah, so they hosted they hosted gun drills, and that's why they were convicted of providing material support to terrorists. Yeah, but that's only a crime if they told him, hey, we need to borrow your range so we can practice kidnapping the governor. Anything else than you know that, they're just shooting. You know what's funny? You know what's funny is, is so they hosted, they hosted shoots, right? They hosted gun drills. The main person, the person that trained all of these guys, uh, according to uh, Brandon Casera, who was one of the ones that was uh, found not guilty, uh, of the of the kidnapping plot in the first the first case, according to Brandon Casera, 
the person that that did all the training that 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 taught him everything was the main FBI agent. The main FBI agent is the one that that hosted or, or the, 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 the teacher, the instructor at all these shoots. So the FBI was training these guys, but these guys were convicted just now for providing an area for this for the for them to practice shooting. Yeah. Well done. It's 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 insane. Um, Brandon Caserta, uh, he's on he's on on Twitter now and, and a couple other places. But he just did a uh, an interview with uh, Thaddeus Russell, um, which is a really good listen if if you guys are interested in that. How are we talking? Are we gonna about prosecute that? people for like liking their posts next or what? Probably. <laughs> Entirely possible. I mean, they got they they charged four with the plot right with the original plot. Um, two were found not guilty, Brennan Caserta and someone else, and then Adam Fox and, uh, and the other guy, um, they were recharged and, and were recently convicted. Um, but yeah, the, the, the... Recharged? Yes, they were charged a second time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and convicted. Which amendment they got, they got, I about right now? <laughs> yeah, they got convicted on, on, on the, the second trial. So, but... Yeah, listen to that uh, that Thaddeus Russell Brandon Caserta podcast. He 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 says a lot, right? He talks about that one a lot about uh, uh, how Adam Fox, the so-called uh, the plot leader, the leader the leader of the movement, um, wasn't a leader of anything. He was a terrible shot. Uh, he didn't plan anything. Uh, he was basically basically all he did was smoke pot and talk shit. And and he's the alleged leader of the plot, um, which like sounds he, like. The most of like everyone that was actually legitimately involved that wasn't yeah like like the the dude was sleeping in some guy's basement, he was homeless. He was sleeping in some guy's basement. I can't remember um, who said it, but like someone once mentioned that you all these agencies they've outlived their purpose. Like unions back in the day started off with really good intentions of like protecting the workers, and now a lot of them are just trying to justify their own wages. The FBI must have run out of bad guys because they are trying to justify their way. It's hard in trapping all these people. Well, not only not only justify it, but like in a lot of cases, they're the reason it starts in the first place. Um, there's a lot of um, a lot of stories about like uh, uh, special needs high school kids. Um, the FBI will will get them to carry a backpack, right, with a fake bomb in it, or or to to carry uh, to carry cannabis, uh, and then they'll get they'll get busted with um, uh, uh, intent to sell or or distribution or or some other thing. Uh, there was one story about a kid in Southern California who the cops got to. Um, uh, they like the, the cops created a gang, and got the special needs kid uh, to get a tattoo of the gang, uh, so that they could hit him with uh, enhanced enhanced charges um, in regards to getting him to sell cannabis for them. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, um, and in a very sad way, you know, you know, the, the, the sad clown music, but this Whitmer case is no different, right? It was like 25 people were arrested or something like that, or 25 people involved. 
like 14 of them were feds or fed informants. Like the guy that pushed the training, the guy that, that pushed Adam Fox and in, into the position um, were FBI. They're, they're, they're legit FBI. And, <laughs> and then, and then they go to trial, they go to trial and the judge is like, Oh no, you, you, you can't, you can't bring up those FBI agents. Oh no, no, you, you, you can't talk about this FBI agent, uh, uh, beating his wife after a swingers event. You can't bring up that this FBI agent has a side gig uh, where he was posting about the trial before the trial ever happened, right? Posting evidence about the trial. You, 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 you can't you can't bring up the other things that the FBI agents do. You can only put, bring up what they did, um, in in regards to the regards to this case. Um, and then they they were completely handcuffed. The defense was completely handcuffed. And um, they still they still had a hung jury on two guys and and found the other two guys not guilty uh, on on the first case. So, and judges are driving me nuts lately. Judges drive me nuts a lot. I live in California. Or it's the federal judges, or the, like the one that told Alex Jones he's not even allowed to defend himself. Like mm-hmm. it's insanity. How do you mm-hmm. fix this? You have to replace basically everybody. And it's not like when you vote when like, when my ballot when I go vote here in a couple days or weeks, then it's not like you can vote someone else in. It's just you can say yes or no to retain the person, and they usually just sit there anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like it shows you, hey, this person voted for this uh, verdict on this trial. Nothing. No, they don't sort. give. They don't give you any of that information. You can't look it up. It's not something you can readily find. Nope. No, if people did You're their own research, employed. if people did their own research, Commander Harris would never be anywhere near political office again. I mean, not at the desk, maybe, but that's about it. That's how she got to where she is. It'd be full circle. Governor Governor Moonbeam, Jerry Brown. Just saying. Just just Google. Just Google. Him. Uh, we used to have a judge that would like come in in a Hawaiian shirt, throw his feet up, and he'd listen to like half the arguments and be like, "Ah, signature bond. Ah, signature bond. Yeah, show up to court. Don't you dare miss the court. Show up to court. Signature bond." Like they just let everybody go. You're not ever going to hear about that on your ballot. You can't look that up. You can't find it anywhere. People should know. They don't. Mm-hmm. No one's going to know that the judge let a guy go for uh, torturing and um, having relations with his own two-year-old daughter here in Sarpy County and gave the dude a whole 75 days in prison. If they give him that much. In, uh, oh, no, uh, it's Nebraska, uh, so he serves half in, of it. Yeah. In Illinois now. Right, they, well, the the, the boy, new bail reform the new bail reform law goes into effect, and like, like they're not even arresting people for like attempted murder, or second degree assault. It, the only things right I here. didn't find on that list are things that you don't get bail for anyway, like mandatory holds, like homicide. Mm-hmm. You don't get yeah. a you don't get bail or a bond set for certain violent crimes. You're just mandatory held. Mm-hmm. So you're uh, what do you call it? Your bench warrants and your capious warrants; those people are going to get held no matter what, anyway. Mm-hmm. But now they're just going to let everybody else go. Yeah, you can't even look I mean, for them for forty-eight hours after they don't show up. 
Like we just we just had a, a, a local news here. A guy was uh, um, arrested for shoplifting again, and it's like his 29th arrest for shoplifting in the they last two years. And in the, in the, the last two years, and um, uh, so they arrested him. They take him down. They process him. And like literally before uh, the ink on the fingerprints is dry, uh, he's out the door. The fastest turnaround I ever had for someone getting from the moment they entered our garage to the moment they walked out of Sally Board 3 was 10 minutes. That was the fastest we ever did because she needed to get home and get back to her kids. I, I can't remember what her charge was. It wasn't like one of those big deal things. It was like, hey, we need to get you booked and get you out of here. But that's uh that's that's not good that's gross it's it's terrible and even like going back to the to the to the stabbing thing in ireland that that same mentality you know here in the here in the united states here in california particularly right i said that that, that guy was arrested like 29 different times for shoplifting right but the stores here they aren't allowed realistically they aren't really allowed to stop shoplifters if you no. stop a shoplifter and they get hurt Right. If they get a scratch, oh, oh, my arm hurts from you stopping me. That's an assault charge. And then and then that opens you up to civil lawsuit. Right. So I'm then sure the store gets sued. Insurance ruins everything. Especially because yep. they made a grand theft above a thousand dollars in California, which which doubled it. Yeah, it used to be five hundred. Now it's a thousand. Yeah. But. So you could literally go into like a gun store still. A three hundred fifty dollar handgun. I dare you. I dare you to walk into a gun store and steal a gun. Don't think you could do that with a gun store. Hypothetically, I'm saying hypothetically, firearm is a felony if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. So it wouldn't matter the price value of the of the firearm. Yeah, but like um, uh, like my my local Rite Aid. That's our our local pharmacy. Um. I'll stop in every once in a while to get to get little things, but like. Like their entire makeup section, it's it's behind a cage. Like there's literally like there's literally a cage you have to walk through to get into the like the makeup in the beauty supply area. The Ace Hardware or True Value Hardware in my town that I left in California, all of the hand tools, screwdrivers, hammers, anything like that was behind a cage. Yep. Walmart behind here is the supply for makeup, um, my my Walmart here won't even sell ammo. Ammo is locked behind a safe, but now here and now the Walmart's here in Nebraska won't even sell you guns or ammo unless it's like turkey loads. Well, yeah, they don't they don't sell ammo at all in our Walmart here. Like you can't even you can't even get BB guns anymore. You can't get handgun ammo in, in Walmart's here. You can still get shotgun ammo. Yeah, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Probably get rifle ammo too, huh? Uh, when I was yeah. in Missouri a couple weeks ago, I saw that they still do sell like you know pen twenty twos and deer rifles, and they have all the ammo and everything for that. Yeah. Just, well, that's a that's a free state. Like, yeah, no more. That's a free state. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> there, there's no freedom here. Freer state, yeah. Well, um, there was a big there's a big uproar in another local city to where I'm from in California, that like it it was insane how viral it was going because all of the African-American beauty products specifically Mm -hmm. were behind glass and people were like, Oh, this is racist. And it's like, no, they just put behind glass because that's the highest theft stuff 
Right. They get stolen that's, from the store. <laughs> that's why that's why all of the beauty selection at my local ride it is behind a cage. Yeah. Because otherwise otherwise it's profiling. Yeah. It was total Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like profiling would probably be accurate. Yeah, you could probably yes. build a top notch profile. Yes. So uh, uh <laughs> how about how about some good news? Yes. Good news. Uh, City ordered bikini baristas to cover up. A Washington judge has ruled that's unconstitutional. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to (laughs) start and like leave it that way and say that was the good news. I was like, buddy, no. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) So bikini baristas in a Washington city were banned from wearing pasties and G-strings to work. And the U.S. District Court ruled that it was unconstitutional. The judgment centered on the dress code laws in the city of Everett passed in 2017, which the workers say clearly targeted their business where they worked. Uh, U.S. District Judge Ricardo Martinez found the dress code, which required all, quote, quick service facility workers to wear shorts and T-shirts that would cover their midriffs, violates the Equal Protection Clause of the U.S. Constitution as well as the Washington Constitutional 14th Amendment because it targets women's clothing and not men's. The court found that the dress code was shaped by gender-based discrimination. Yes. What was that, Dave? I wouldn't want them making the food in said bikinis, but otherwise, yeah, it seems fine. I mean, well, it's it, just it, coffee. It's just oh. coffee. It's it's it's, it's a drive-through um, coffee stands. Yeah, it's a drive-through coffee stand. Oh, okay. Right, like it's the old really big hut, in but... the uh, Pacific Northwest, like Northern California, all the way up the coast. Really yeah. big up there. Oh, I mean, cute college girls in, in in bikinis serving coffee. What's what's wrong with that? I mean, it's 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 not the uh, the Thursday night B team strippers out there doing it. It's just the, the cute college. Veggie Tales probably wouldn't approve, but other than that, probably good. <laughs> There's a lot of things the VeggieTales wouldn't approve of. <laughs> hey, you gotta live by the VeggieTales. That's a good, solid foundation there. Uh, oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, VeggieTales never told you to do anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. <laughs> I need to make VeggieTales patches. A tactical Larry. Tactical would be, would be pretty cool. Larry boy. Oh, oh, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. A Star Wars VeggieTale crossover? I think that's called Three Two One Penguins, but okay. It's it's the yeah, but it's not Bob the Tomato with. Oh no, that was Star Trek with with, with buns. <laughs> a Bob the Tomato with the Leia buns. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I, I think ben, I think that could work. Old Ben cucumber cucumber room. The um the mini the mini asparagus Ewoks. Junior asparagus. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Larry Boy can now be your only hope. The slump is over, boys. I got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. Oh, I did find a guy in Kentucky who's been making embroidery patches for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Texted him. 
Evat himself, uh, the machines to do PVC patches here in the States. So I'm going to get with him after SHOT Show and see if we can start making USA make patches. Uh, that one is from that one is from a guy in Kentucky. Nice. That's one. That was that was the first patch I ever bought on Abolitionist, but yeah, that's from a, a guy in Kentucky. I got that one at eBay when that was still a safe option. No. Now, now I got I got just completely sidetracked. When don't you? When are we ever not sidetracked? But, I'm not um, for like a straight storyline. Yeah. Um, the judge wrote, quote, assuming the owners of Bikini Barista stands are unable or unwilling to enforce this dress code at some point, law enforcement will be asked to measure exposure of skin by some method. This encourages a humiliating, intrusive, and demoralizing search on women disempowering them and stripping them of their freedom. Is that an intentional pun? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, a representative of the city ever said that the city is assessing the court's decision and will determine next steps in the next several days. Um... Representative also sent uh, McClatchy News, that's, that's the, the article, uh, an investigative report from police department that ultimately argued a dress code would cut down on crimes linked to bikini barista stands, including prostitution, lewd conduct, and sexual assault. The workers had argued that places such as McDonald's and Starbucks attract more crime than the bikini barista stands. And that targeted regulation was unconstitutional because, quote, bikini barista stands are not the primary cause of serious crime. Which it's not it's not wrong. But I I'm for one, I for one am, am fully in support of bikini baristas literally wearing whatever they want. Just yes. I mean if 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 if, if a bikini barista were to wear a bikini and, and have Leia uh, uh, hair buns, um, I might get three or four cups of coffee in a row. Just, you know, keep going in circles. Just keep going in circles. <laughs> Just ask for a number and you'd be fine. Save yourself on some coffee change. <laughs> <laughs> I am an easy man to please. But... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's an update. We covered that article when it when that the lawsuit first happened back in 2017 or <coughs> 2018, whichever it was. But it finally just got appealed now. The 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 order the it finally went to the uh, the the state supreme court. There was like there was an initial one, a local one that this that I think the city won, uh, and it was appealed. So. Speedy trial. There's no such thing as a speedy trial. I've actually watched several inmates get released off of stuff that they clearly did just because the prosecution dragged their, dragged their feet. Mm -hmm. and I was like, dude, speedy trial. And they're like, that's right. And yeah. I just, I read an article just uh, yesterday about a guy um, got released after 38 years um, because they finally tested DNA evidence that said he was not guilty. 
Like the guy, the guy's been asking for the DNA evidence to be tested since 2000. Um, and the judge denied testing it. And he finally got the innocence project involved and the innocence project had the DNA tested. Uh, and the, it found out that it wasn't his, and it, it, they took 38 years of his life. Yep. And yeah. that's in California where there's a cap on, on, uh, what was that? reimbursement or whatever that you can actually yeah, yeah we had we had a discussion about that yeah um the max reimbursement's like 140 dollars a day so it took 38 years of his life 38 years of his life and the most he can get is like 1.9 million no a little messed up but that's our ju- that's that's the way our system works you know you're not gonna go to work no one's gonna hire you yep, yep. So get that one yeah, your, na- your name's yeah your name's already thrashed half that right yeah, your name is Thrash. Technology has passed you by. Life has passed you by. Um, he's already he's already too old to have kids. Been institutionalized. Hiring and all that stuff. It doesn't say like what have you been found guilty of. It's what have you been charged with. Yep. So, Whether you're acquitted or not guilty at all, it's still there on the record. You have to put yep, it there. So right back. Yeah. So, but speaking of that, let's uh. For some shit. Once you uh, once you throw out where people can uh, get a hold of you and follow you and and then we'll clear it up and get out of here. Yes, you, Dave. Okay. Yes, you, Dave. Um, throw, throw out all your links, bro. Let's see. Poppinspatches.com is the main website. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I post as soon as I get it goes there first. About a week afterwards, I'll usually post things to Etsy. Um, if it doesn't get banned. Let's see, Poppins Patches is the Instagram and the Facebook. We're banned on Twitter. For now, until Musk, uh, you know, does his thing. Uh, I mean, if he was smart, he probably wouldn't be banned anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's all my, my calls. Yeah, I have... Um... We, got, we got patches. We got tactical tricorn hats. I can make them in custom colors and patterns if you want. I can do the same thing with pants and combat shirts. Um, if you want me to make you a custom patch, I'd be more than glad to. It takes about 30 so days after we finalize the design, get it made, and ship right to you. And we also sell airsoft guns. Mm-hmm. Airsoft pews. Hmm? Pew, 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 pew. Oh, yeah. Airsoft uh, plastic slingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> plastic slingers? Yeah. So <laughs> if I ever make comments for the gun store, I do all their social media and stuff. So all firearms are lead slingers and all airsoft stuff. Ah, gotcha, slingers. gotcha, gotcha. Because the algorithm doesn't want to oh. So since you and do, since you do, uh, guns paint slingers. Um, I can, I do have the ability to for my distributor to do paint slingers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't had the demand to order any of them yet. And I think when I get like a physical location, then I can start stocking up on those things rather than mm-hmm. mostly patches. But I'll definitely put in paint and. Uh, airsoft and nerf and all that kind of stuff. So since you do uh, the plastic, the plastic pews, uh, any plans for a Pac-Man patch? Um, Patchlabs.de has the best Pac-Man stuff. Yes, yes they do. So I try with the patch making community is not very large, so mm-hmm. we do try to not step on each other's toes. And like if somebody's yeah, making one that makes sense. you don't make the same thing that so. makes sense i can respect that 
But then, yeah. like, if someone's they're, doing something, their patch, their patch is not AR-15s. Right. If if someone like if I was doing the bluey stuff, if someone else makes a bluey thing, it's not that big a deal because mm-hmm. I don't own the copyright to that. I didn't make it. But if yeah. someone else started making like boogaloo sharks, that would be rude. Very, very rude. So. I mean, tropical fish. Tropical fish. Tropi- tropical fish. Yes. <laughs> tropical fish. Brandon Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a dude quote that on the news the other day. He starts talking about Brandon B. V. Ohio. I was like, oh, oh. I, I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> I know Casey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I picked that one up from one of the other podcasts I was on, on the Vanu. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, check out uh, all our links. Check out our, our um, link tree um, for all our other links. I'm not gonna do all that other stuff because. Well, that's, that's usually Andrew's gig. Yeah, and Andrew's not here, so they don't get fucking said. Yeah. Yeah, bastard. Blame Andrew. Yeah. I hope your Packers allergies. Lose now. Allergies. Yeah. I hope your Packers lose. <laughs> so. All right, give that's us a piece good. of life advice, Dave. Hmm. I don't know if you're going to like it, but praise Jesus. Do unto others what you would have done unto you. And I can, I can absolutely respect that. Let's see. Um, treat your kids good. Be a good dad. Be a good mom. Don't leave them. Otherwise, my former coworkers will run into them, and that's not good. All, all, all this right. country really needs to get things back on track is just being good and that is so woefully lost on so many people. I walk around with my two-year-old church or to the zoo or whatever, mm-hmm. go out. My wife works 30 days a week, I mean, 30 days a month. So she's always at work. She works like 16-hour shifts. She's a uh, doctor out here. But Whoa. so when I walk out with my two-year-old, I get like old ladies and old guys coming up to me going, oh, it is so good to see like a good dad taking time with their kid, or it's so good to see a dad watching their child. I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I Why did, am I uh, getting recognized for it? God damn. Like, I, did, I did the stay-at-home stay dad. I did the stay-at-home dad thing for the first couple of years of my kids' lives. Yeah, I have so, friends that are like, oh, I, I can't twins. go out and babysit my kids. You don't babysit your own kids. No. No. Parent. So, Yeah, be a fucking parent. And clean up your room. Go listen to Jordan Peterson. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.